Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is 5 o'clock on a Friday, which means we head out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline, and it's time for Happy Hour with Bobby DePaul, who joins us courtesy of the Walking with Anthony Foundation and the Bobby DePaul Charities. And Bobby D., as we always start things off, explain the song. It's December. The light bulbs are shining on the Christmas tree, and the ravens are in control of the steering wheel that can lead to a big truckload full of presents. The ravens just need to keep on trucking, driving with desire down the road one day at a time. So let's talk some Ravens football. Well, Bobby D, I looked a little further down the road than just this Rams truck stop, and I got I put on my ultimate football guy thinking cap, and I'm looking at this schedule, and I'm like, oh, my God, I had a Bobby D eureka moment. Four straight games against the same offensive coaching family tree. We saw this a couple years ago. It cost Wink Martindale his job, but we've obviously got Shanahan and McVay who are together forever. McDaniel coming up with Miami, the longtime Shanahan assistant, and Zach Taylor's brother, Press Taylor, with the Jags. Is this a good thing for McDonald in preparation? Is it a bad thing because they're all going to collude against him? Is it anything? Great question. And uh, to be honest, if one of those Ivy League schools like Harvard actually had a school of football, I could probably teach a semester <laughs> about this single question, okay? Let me, let me try to give you guys some insight and explain what is going on in these NFL buildings right now. What's the old saying? It's lonely at the top. It's a long season, and that office building can get real lonely breaking down the tape this time of year, especially with the holiday season approaching. Nelson Mandela embraced the loneliness of a prison cell and came out a champion of people. It's never been about the fight over money and power. It's about the thought process and the fight between positive and negative thoughts. The month of December is about winning the division title and becoming a champion. Everybody pretty much knows what the other side's plan of talk mm-hmm. is and what to expect. Maybe the exception of a few wrinkles gets sprinkled into the game plan. It's about the execution of the plan. The teams that can block out the noise by placing themselves in a loneliness state of mind to prepare and focus will ultimately 
execute the best to become the champion. You can only draw up so many throws to the right flat out of X amount of formation shifts and motions like the Rams do. The key is the execution of the play. The line protects. The quarterback sets his feet and throws. The receivers catch and run with the football. The defender drives on the ball and makes the tackle. Execution wins the game. The Ravens are 3-0 and against the Shanahan McVay family tree coaching tree right now. Okay? The defense had two weeks of rest and preparation. I'm sure Odell Beckham probably gave the Rams mm-hmm. offensive playbook to the defensive coaches. Mm-hmm. And the game time kickoff is set at 10 a.m. West Coast time. Mm-hmm. Zero excuses. Be ready. Win. Bobby D. Matthew Stafford looks rejuvenated since the bye and after he really struggled early when pressured in the first half of the season. How much of it is him and how much of it is an O-line that seems to have gotten really stout in pass protection? You know, there's no question in my mind when the Ravens defensive players sat down with the coaches, you know, started watching the Rams-Browns tape on Monday, they probably were shocked at what they saw. I mean, the top pass rusher, Miles Garrett, in the National Football League didn't even show up with a stat. He played the whole game and didn't register anything. It's like he didn't even play. The Browns defense had zero sacks, two quarterback hurries, one tackle for a loss, and no takeaways. The pocket for Stafford was clean. This no-name offensive line completely dominated the Browns. They're big. They have length. They work together like a chorus line on a Broadway show starring the dancing of the elephants, totally in sync with each other. It's a thing of beauty, and I'm sure Baltimore native George Young was clapping when he saw that game. The offense is not complete, you know, complex. They actually, you know, run the same plays over and over mm-hmm. again, but mm-hmm. they, they do it with different formation shifts in motion, but it's really the same plays, and they are executing. Quarterback Matt Stafford, 35 years old with a ton of experience, so he can get the offense out of bad plays with checks. You know, watching Matt Stafford, he, you know, he's, he was playing with this uh, injured right thumb. It's taped up on his throwing hand, but you can't tell by the velocity of his throws. Stafford's arm strength and ball placement looks like when he, you know, Rams went to the Super yeah. Bowl. You know, hopefully it was just a bad day for the Browns' defense. You know, I, I think the young rookie, number 17, uh, Puka Nakua, has taken the leading role mm-hmm. away from number 10, Cooper Cup. The Rams like these big receivers, just like the Bengals. So the Ravens' corners will need to be ready to play a physical game. The Rams' 11 personnel, that's three receivers, one running back, one tight end, is like facing 12 personnel. Their receivers look like tight ends running around. Puka Nakua has deceptive speed. He can run right by you. Their third receiver, number 522, Atwell, is their speed receiver, similar to Hollywood Brown. Ravens fans know about him, you know, in terms of the size and foot quickness. He's also their deep threat. He's clocked, you know, he's been clocked at 4-3 speed. You can't go to sleep on Nikoa, you know, on the deep ball as well. Tight end number 89, Tyler Higby, didn't finish the game last week. And, uh, you know, when you don't finish the game, it's not a good sign, especially since, you know, it's such a close game. So we'll, we'll see about him on Sunday. Protection and sneaky weapons are tough to defend, guys. The Ravens need to keep everything in front of them and win the red zone. Bobby, I'm guessing that watching that Browns film, this uh, young running back, Kyron Williams, popped for you as well, especially in the second half. (coughs) Excuse me. We've been documenting the Ravens, the underbelly of their defenses. They haven't been great against the run, and people have been able to run up the gut against them. 
Um, what do you see here? What are your impressions of this young man? I tell you what, guys. You know, you, you guys are getting pretty sharp at uh, at reviewing the opponent. Okay, you must be getting trained by somebody someplace. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sometimes on the defense, the stats can make it look worse than it really is, and I truly believe the Ravens are are actually baiting teams to mm-hmm. run the ball against them. Okay, so think about it. The Ravens are feeding these running backs to Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen, and Kyle Hamilton, three of their best players on defense. The Ravens are ranked number one in the NFL in pass defense and points allowed, only giving up 15.6 points per game. To me, you know, when something isn't, you know, is working, there is nothing that needs to be fixed. It's working. This Rams offensive scheme is the reason the Ravens drafted Kyle Hamilton in the first round, uh, you know, last year. Yeah. You know, I went back and I looked at who was playing the nickel the last time the Ravens and Wink Martindale was running the defense. And uh, the Rams, uh, you know, that, that game is very similar to what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. The nickel was Tavon Young, 5'9", huh. yeah. yeah. 185 pounds. He's out of football today. Yeah. Both the Bengals and the Rams will ask their big receivers to block more than anybody in the National Football League. And most of the time, these big receivers are, you know, they're blocking small guys like Tavon Young, or, or in this case, uh, Ravens currently, Darius uh, Washington, who's on IR. You know, defense has caught up to that personnel mismatch by getting bigger at the nickel position. Kyle Hamilton is 6'4", 200 and 20 pounds versus Tavon Young, 5'9", 185 pounds, okay? Now the Ravens have the better matchup. Uh, 23, Kyron Williams is very similar to coach running back, Zach Moss, very instinctive with excellent vision. He can find the crease. He slips through cracks. To me, he's Mr. Outside. They run toss plays, outside zone, and, and the Ravens are going to have to contain that inside-outside bounce play. Uh, you know, that's something they need to worry about. Williams is also a very good receiver out of the backfield, especially with running back screens. They're kind of like runs, you know, in yep. space. His kryptonite is pass blocking. So I do expect the Ravens to blitz the back to pressure Stafford. The Rams do have another guy at running back, number 24, Royce Freeman. Mm-hmm. He is their Mr. Inside. They will feature him on inside power gap runs. And he hasn't caught a pass, you know, this year. So, you know, when he's on the field, it could be a good time to blitz the play-action fake. We're talking to Bobby DePaul. It's inside access here on the fan. Bobby D., uh, anything about uh, McVay's 11 personnel stuff that makes it stand out? The key for the Ravens to stop the Rams' 11 personnel offense, that you know, it's three receivers, one running back, and one tight end, will be finding ways to win on first down. The Rams in the last three weeks are ranked fourth overall in the NFL yards per play on first down, averaging 6.6 yards per play. And second in the NFL rushing the football, averaging 5.7 yards per play. The Ravens defense, on the other hand, ranks third in the NFL, only giving up 4.6 uh, yards per play overall. But the Ravens are ranked 26th in the NFL, stopping the run on first down. So that's an area that will be challenged. You know, we might see uh, Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald do a lot of moving around and window dressing on first mm-hmm. down to keep Matthew Stafford in a guessing game. You know, like 
show an eight-man box, then drop back and play pass coverage. Then show seven in the box and drop the safety down late to get to that eight-man front stopping the run. We could also see Mike McDonald play his base defense on first down as a change-up, get really big, okay, and really take away that run if he wants. Play some man coverage to stone the run. Mike McDonald has a lot of options with all the Ravens' talent. It's going to be a chess match, and Ravens fans need to watch first down and see how successful they are. Uh, the Ravens, you know, they got to win on first down or it's going to be a long day. More with Ultimate Football Guy Bobby DePaul next here on The Fan. Inside Access back with Bobby DePaul. And Bobby D, let's look at the defense. Aaron Donald, obviously he's going to Canton one day, but is he slowing down at all? And how good is this Rams D-line? How many times have we talked about player rotation and how important it is to keep guys fresh so they can perform at a high level in the fourth quarter? You know, most of, and we talked about it on this show before, most of the top defenses in the National Football League have eight or nine pass rushers dressed and playing snaps on Sunday. Get this. The Rams use maybe six or seven pass rushers. Wow. You know, one of the biggest weaknesses of the Rams is quality of depth on the defensive line. So the starters are playing a higher volume of snaps compared to the rest of the league. In the last three games after the bye week, Aaron Donald's average playtime has been 80% of the snaps. In two of the three games, he was over 90%. The closer the game, the more snaps Aaron Donald plays. Aaron Donald is still the same player he was in the past. He just doesn't have any help. When I evaluate the Rams, this will give you a good idea of the talent level of their defense compared to the Ravens. Mm -hmm. Okay, I only see one player on the Rams defense that could start for the Baltimore Ravens defense. And that's Aaron Donald. Yeah. You know, I do like their third round pick of Wake, uh, Wake Forest, number 91, Kobe Turner. He's got a nice first, you know, first step to quick with quickness athlete, you know, you know, he's, he looks like a three technique rushing inside, you know, inside is where the Rams generate most of their pressure on the quarterback, Donald and, and Turner. They've combined for 11 and a half sacks between the both of them. On the outside, the edges, get this, it's the same problem. Left outside linebacker and boundary nickel defensive end, number 97, uh, Michael Hoyt. He, he, his average play time is 81%. And the right outside linebacker in their field nickel defensive end, num, uh, zero, number zero, Byron Young, he averages over 85% of the snaps. You know, Michael Michael Hick, he hasn't practiced this week. You know, he had a knee injury. I, I saw him on the tape. So he hasn't practiced. We'll see, you know, we'll see if he plays this week. But I will tell you this, guys, if he doesn't play, that's a problem. The, the bottom line is the front four for the Rams on Sunday will play over 80% of the snaps. And that's not a good thing for the Rams. That's a very good thing for the Ravens. Bobby D, as good as the Rams are against the run, when you dig down on, on some of the data, the Rams are bad against runs out of light boxes. So we'll ask again, is this a game where Keaton Mitchell gets featured more? I think you guys are definitely onto something mentioning the lighter boxes, okay? You guys are getting pretty sharp on me, all right? Learn from the master. Not, but, but I will say this. It's not about personnel numbers. It's more about, about the actual size and the specific alignments of the players used in certain nickel situations. The Rams really don't have size and physicality when they line up in their nickel package at all. A lot of times, 
They only use one linebacker and multiple nickel packages, preferring to play dime with uh, number two, Russ Yeast, only weighing in at, get this, 195 pounds. The nickel, the guy that plays with a slot, number 14, Kobe Durant, he's weighing in at 180 pounds. Both defensive tackles, Aaron Donald and Kobe Turner, weigh under 290 pounds. Edge rusher, the rush uh, linebacker, uh, outside linebacker, right defensive end, Byron Young, he only weighs 250 pounds. This might be the smallest nickel package in the NFL. The only big guy they have is Michael Hoyt, and he's got the knee injury, and they have no depth. That's why they're playing such high snaps, okay? They just don't have the bodies. The package the Ravens could really do some running damage would be using number 42, Patrick Ricard at tight end, and their 11 personnel. We all know it's three receivers, one running back, and Ricard at tight end. Because if the Ravens set the tight end formation to the field, Patrick Ricard would be matched up blocking rookie third-round pick number zero, Byron Young, who only weighs 250 pounds. He is not physical. He's more of a a DPR, a pass rush specialist. That's a 50-pound mismatch. Nickel runs to the field all day long with Ricard. Let me mention another tight end flying under the radar for the Ravens. That's number 88, Charlie Kohler. You know, I spent the bye week studying Charlie, and he brings a combination of solid blocking with receiving skills, something the Ravens really never had, okay? Mm -hmm. We thought likely could do it. He can't do it. You know, Andrews wasn't that guy. Ricard can block, but, you know, he's not that threat as a receiver. Charlie Kohler could be the guy the Ravens feature in 11 personnel because of that dual threat instead of Ricard. It's about getting the Rams and certain personnel matchups to determine and, and you know, dictate, uh, you know, that dual, you know, that, that, that runner pass option. You know what I'm saying? That's how they can be determined by the people they put on the field. To me, there's a lot the Ravens can do with a combination of Keaton Mitchell, okay, and Gus Edwards running uh, the quarterback zone read options, uh, the Lamar counter tray as well. If they, if they have the, those runs and add the RPOs, which creates that triple threat run pass, you know, yeah. uh, Lamar run, I don't see the Rams being able to play the run pass and Lamar at the same time, guys. Okay. These guys will be exhausted. How many times have we heard about defensive linemen who have eight or nine pass rushers being exhausted? These right. guys got four, maybe five, right? I mean, it's all day long in my mind. Think about all that fresh USDA beef on the Ravens offensive line blocking the smallest nickel package in the NFL. Next question. <laughs> We're looking on our apps to see if we can place any Charlie Kohler uh, prop bets on uh, receptions and receiving yards. <laughs> Good option. <laughs> Hey, Bobby D. Lamar has only one game over 65 rushing yards all season and just two runs of 20 yards or more. With his tackle situation, is Munkin going to have to lean more into that going on? Okay. How many times have you guys heard me say we keep player, asking. Expect- hey, player expectations are how high you were drafted or how much you get paid, okay? Much is expected from left tackle Randy Stanley. He's one of the highest-paid players on the Ravens roster in the NFL. Ronnie has missed a lot of playing time, and that means practice time over the last couple of years. The missed time has no doubt affected his technique and gained conditioning based off the tape. But let me just say this. Ronnie, you know, he may never get back to right. the player the Ravens once paid all that money to a couple of years ago, but 
he is still one of the top left tackles in the National Football League. Coaches have their ways of, to motivate players, and I know uh, there were some comments made, but I, I think it's more about getting him fired up a little bit myself. Mm. I mean, I, I've seen some really bad offensive tackle play in the league this year, okay? Ronnie Stanley is far from bad, being a bad player. Trust me on this one. The injuries are definitely a problem. He has to find a way to stay on the field so he can play his way back into form and meet the expectations. He has five games down the stretch to prove himself, or, or there will be consequences. That's the NFL, guys. Right. Uh, Bobby D., we're all sitting here staring at the weather report. Um, and we know that you have done your homework on the zebras. So any other observations about this matchup? Well, it's, it's interesting you brought up the weather. The Rams I'm are fire. not happy. Okay, so the Rams are not happy with their field goal extra point kicking this year. They already cut one kicker, Brett Meyer, and their young kicker, Lucas uh, Haversick. Yeah, he's not good. He's cost me money. Okay? He struggled kicking over 40 yards. He's only 50% yeah. accurate. It looks like to me the Rams have dialed 1-800-I-need-a-kicker-for-inclement-weather, okay? They have gone out and they've signed former Green Bay Packers kicker Mason Crosby because he answered the phone, okay? <laughs> we'll see if they make that move on game day, okay, guys? So there's mm-hmm. your potential little switch tonight yeah. or tomorrow, okay? In terms of the Zebras, this week's head referee is Scott Novak flying all the way in from Denver, Colorado. And uh, it looks like he's pretty much a full-time official. He, he doesn't have any other occupation listed in his profile. Either he works for the CIA wow. on the side, or, or these guys get paid a lot of money working part-time. I mean, the guy's only 52 years old. The good news is these officials let teams play. They really don't call a lot of penalties. When they do, it's heavy on the offensive line holding. So that bodes well for the Ravens' defense this week. In addition, this crew has only called one defensive pass interference call in the last three games that I went and did my breakdown. So there's a good chance the Ravens could get a little more aggressive playing man coverage this week, taking advantage of knowing this information, okay? As long as they chime in on 107, uh, you know, turn in and listen to 107.5 defend, then you'll get the information. Or 105 the 7, as I call it. In addition, the home team win percentage with this crew is 58%. The league average is currently 55%. So they're in line with the league, playing it right down the middle, protecting their paychecks, guys. Bobby D., let the people know about the Walking with Anthony Foundation and Bobby DePaul Charities. Bobby DePaul Charities is a proud supporter of the Walking with Anthony Foundation, a charity organization on a mission to provide help to help kids who struggle from unexpected hardships. Together, this team is committed to giving back while helping deliver financial aid, assistance, or equipment to the, those kids in need. If you'd like to help uh, help me help some kids, please go online to www.walkingwithanthony.org or make a uh, donation you know, uh, to my uh, Venmo charity link, which is uh, at Bobby DePaul Charities. And thanks again for all your support. This time of year, folks, it's Christmas. Kids need a lot of help, okay? Let me remind you, at the end of this season, I become a free agent, okay? I do this for charity. It's all about charity. I don't make a penny. So if you like getting these advanced scouting reports, folks, make sure you dial up either the at Bobby DePaul Cherries on Venmo or at www.walkingwithanthony.org, and let's help some kids who, who uh, uh, have some real 
real big time issues. Bobby DePaul, always great. Thank you so much, Thank sir. You, you have earned your happy hour. Okay, guys. Enjoy the weekend. Go chase Thanks. those iguanas soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Bobby D. Hey, coming up next, you heard from Bobby D. Next, our bold prediction six-pack. Bold prediction for Sunday's game next here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.